This is the Five Point Play Podcast, the Die Hard Duke Basketball Fans Podcast. But Jack, I gotta be honest with you, it was all football last Saturday. I know it was not the, the outcome that we wanted, but just being there on campus at that game, I don't think I've ever seen a better I've been to a lot of football games. I don't think I've ever seen like a better on campus experience than what Duke put out there from game day to the tailgating, pregame, everything was just off the charts, the only thing they didn't do was, you know, find a way to win the game at the end. But the only it was, thing they didn't do was stop fourth and seventeen. Yep, and you know, it's, it's funny. It's the same thing that happened in Notre Dame the week before when they played Ohio yeah. State. Um, yep. it, it was just role reversal there. It's like the game day occurs apparently right now in uh, in college football. But shout out to, uh, to to Elko and the Duke athletic department for the presentation that they put on last Saturday and sounds like mm-hmm. a lot of the weather is gonna be all right. So that's that's huge, uh, obviously. But um yeah. Yeah. Well, the bye of, week is huge for him too. Yeah, that, that's huge. And then they play NC State, um another night game. People are already asking about tickets, so hopefully um Duke fans, be good. Uh, yeah hopefully Duke Didn't announce, is that one gonna be on ABC again? I, I, I think it's know. ACC network, but the timing yeah, is probably. the timing is prime time. It got the yeah, prime time spot on ACC Network. Yeah, it, yeah, APM. Uh, not on the CW, AC. So, <laughs> I uh, forgot we had games on the CW now, man. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, so we don't we know what the that. channel the CW is anymore. Getting involved in uh, anything, dog. Yeah, seriously. Watchy At ball, least it's not like the Big Ten ball, went on, on Peacock. <laughs> uh, we'll get to it. So if uh, if you guys follow us on social, on Instagram, Twitter, which is what we have right now, uh, you already know that we're going to be at uh, countdown in two weeks from tomorrow, right? Two weeks from Friday. Yeah, two so, weeks from tomorrow. Yeah, um, God willing, all five of us will be there. Looking mm-hmm, forward mm-hmm. to uh, to getting after it uh, and another amazing experience down uh, down at Duke and, and obviously yeah, Cameron will be rocking. We already know that. Yeah. Um, so we got a, we kind of got a new platform. We're, we're, we're constantly evolving. That's what we do. Far we're cry, good, AC. Far cry. You're not growing. You're dying. That's right. The, the far cry from my uh, AC and I starting this uh, from my garage. So, uh, <laughs> but thank you to, uh, to to Jack and to D for kind of setting up the uh, next evolution of uh, the Five Point Play podcast. Jack, kind of give the people a little bit of uh, an understanding of what, what we're doing. Yeah. So uh, we got we got a lot a lot going on right now, which is really exciting. Um, we're uh, we're doing something new. When it started at Countdown officially, but I just wanted to give you guys a heads up now. We are starting a Patreon. Yeah, and, uh, let's go. <laughs> we're really, we're really excited to to give you guys a little bit extra content. Um, the first thing we're gonna do is a Patreon mailbag. So, if you guys have any questions um, that you want us to discuss, whether it be about the team, whether it be about recruiting past teams, literally anything. Send it to us on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, you can email us, fivepointplaypodcast at gmail.com. Just put mailbag in the subject line. And uh, that's what our first thing is going to be. We're going to officially launch it um, right around Countdown to Craziness. So I really I really hope you guys are as excited for this as we are because it's going to be 
it's going to be a really fun time. Yeah, and if you guys want to ask if uh, Dee's going to cut his hair at any point, that that's fair game as well. Um, you know, feel free to you know. Wasn't not- the national championship bet last year, Dee? Oh, it's basically that was a, that was a few years ago. That's right. That's that was right. a that few was years a ago. That was a I, had, I had a pins week, and then I had to get a job and like where people <laughs> would judge you, so we had to cut it. But yeah, that was out there. Well, let's 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 run it back. Um, but uh, yeah, speaking of exciting, uh, next play. It is next play. Uh, speaking of exciting, <laughs> uh, we had uh, Duke obviously just teasing everybody um, with the scrimmage, you know, highlights that they wanted to put out there. No Mark Mitchell, but you know, obviously a lot to be excited about from the freshman to watching, um, you know, Tyrese just kind of run the show, flip, moving so well. Uh, which is kind of like the first takeaway I got. Uh, but, you know, I picked on you earlier, D, so I'll give you the first uh, reaction to the uh, the scrimmage uh, highlights that they put out. I mean, I, there wasn't a lot of bad spots in that scrimmage. Uh, I spoke with AC about this. The one glaring thing to me is if Reeves can become a Mark Mitchell in March, or a, uh, I'm Mark sorry, Williams. a Mark Williams, a Mark Williams in March, Good to go, but a dominant big could give us some problems. Yeah, but other than that, great. Yeah, I mean, like that's. I mean, we've talked about it, and, and, and until we actually see the product on the court, it's like, all right, what what is the defense going to look like? Because that's going to be the biggest topic in the off season, and leading up to any official games and the first couple of games, I'm sure it's going to be one of those things that comes to, comes to mind or whatever. Is what does the defense look like? I mean, already, like, the group that we had, the four that we have returning already have proven themselves on defense throughout an entire season, if not more, obviously, with with Jeremy Roach. Um, Like, defensively, we're good. (laughs) Like, we're going to keep teams hounded on the perimeter. We're going to be able to funnel them to spots on the court where we want. And and that's how John kind of – that's how he does play defense. Now, obviously, John has wanted – he has wanted a 6'9-plus – lengthy shot blocker he had he tried to get one the entire offseason and and now we we settle with christian reeves in that role so christian reeves is gonna have an opportunity to show john what he wants like so it's up to you christian to 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 do that because obviously it's an important role in, in the way john wants to play defense however it's not necessary i don't think now we haven't seen a season of john shire's defense without that because we had Derek lively last year so it'll be interesting this year to see kind of how he rolls it out. Are we going to start Ryan Young? Are we going to start another guard? Is Flip going to be the one handling the main big for the most part? I mean, that, you, that you was want the him most on the glaring floor. thing to me. That was the most sure, glaring sure. thing to me. But, I mean, you want him on the floor. You want Flip on the floor. Obviously, when Flip is running through traffic, Duncan, he's not – he can't defend himself, so nobody else is defending him at that point in time. So, I mean, that, that's kind of how it goes. So can can he do that without getting in foul trouble? Last year he did a great job not being in foul trouble. We'll see if he can handle that this year as the main man down low because you want him on the floor for 30 minutes plus if you can get him because offensively our offense is going to be our defense. You know what I mean? Like this team's offense is going to be what forces other teams to do things they don't want to do. So yeah. was, I'm, I'm excited to kind of see how that shakes out. Yeah, yeah Pablo, I wanted to switch to you here real quick. Um, obviously – I, I definitely want to get back to the to the Reeves and and the um, 
kind of like where he fits into the rotation if he does, especially early in the season. But I do want to flip it a little bit to you uh, in terms of the freshmen and what did you see from them? Because I've been a broken record saying that, and I was impressed with some of the Highlands and Foster, but it kind of sounds like McCain's that guy. Um, you know, what did you kind of take away from some of the highlights from the freshmen? Yeah, so, I mean, just basically what I noticed is uh, what stood out to me. Obviously, McCain's play, um, you know, he's doing what he's always done. You know what I mean, high IQ basketball player, elite shooter, great team guy, uh, really enthusiastic on the court. Um, but the thing, the player I do want to talk about more than McCain is what stood out to me a lot was Foster and how poised he looked with the ball. Uh, you know, making decisions. He looked confident. Um, he looked like the Caleb Foster that, you know, that we know that he can be, you know what I mean? So uh, he didn't look like a freshman, that's for sure. But the one thing, though, about, you know, I think what everybody needs to be careful with is that these guys are all familiar with each other. You know what I mean? They're playing each other every day. Mm-hmm. So it's always going to look one way. It's always going to look pretty good. You know what I mean? Because they're playing with no pressure. They're playing their friends. It's like if we all was to go out there and play, you know, we, we'll probably look It good. looks a little prettier than it was if we yeah, were to go out yeah, and play. No, that's, but a good, that's a good, that's a fair And point. their highlights, like, point. right? Their highlights. Yeah, so. it, exactly. And their highlights, because, you know, when you play, like, you go to Chapel Hill, they're trying to rip your head off. You know what I mean? TJ right, right. Power isn't trying to rip Jared McCain's head off. You know what I'm saying? Right. No. So, um, I, I mean, that, but that, that's, you know, that's neither here nor there because ultimately I think we got a hell of a basketball team and the freshmen look really good. You know what I mean? And I'm excited. Yeah. yeah the, uh, the only player, one of the only players that we haven't talked about yet, Jack is uh, Sean Stewart. Obviously he kind of set the uh, Duke fandom, um, <laughs> you know, on fire with the new vertical record eclipsing Zion, which is just insane. So where, where do you see him fitting in? Um, you know, I thought he looked great in, in that scrimmage. Again, they're all highlights. Nobody missed a shot, you know. But where do you see Sean Stewart filling in? Because he could be that fifth, that fifth starter. He could be. He could be the fifth starter. Um, I feel like he's probably the most willing to come off the bench, though. He was national sixth man of the year last year as a senior. He is an incredibly versatile piece. I think you can you can put him next to Flip. You could put him next to Mark in the front court, and he'd thrive in either spot. I I just think that versatility is huge, and it'll it'll allow him to be a bench piece. So I I don't see him being the fifth starter unless there's an absolute emergency. Um, but I will say he's incredibly impressive, and he's going to get more than twenty minutes a game starter or not. You think so? I, mean, I don't know if he's going to get more than twenty a game. I don't know if he'll average. I don't. I don't know if for the well, season he will it, average more than twenty a game. I guess I'll put it that way. AC, I mean, I think it depends on a lot. But there's a lot in of ACC There's play. a lot of team. But in his defense, there might be a few different lineups that the Duke throws out this year. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and he's still and a freshman. Like, let's not forget citra- that. I mean, but I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I'm gonna say this now. I don't care who starts. I need to know who can finish. Yes. That's, I think I wouldn't be shocked if he was one of those last five. He, he like, could be, depending on the type of game that we're playing, and that's one of the great yeah. things about this lineup. Uh, you know, you have so many different players that you can put in to whatever situation you need. And one thing I liked about you know John Shire's press conference uh, the other day was 
talking about the defensive intensity of, of McCain and Foster. Both of those guys, I think, can lock up. But you already know that Sean can do that as well. So I think it really just kind of depends on what kind of lineup we need at the end of the game, where if we need defense, uh, defensive stoppers, then maybe he goes with, with Stewart. If we need shot making, maybe he brings in McCain or Foster. Who knows? Um, but I did want to switch it back to you, AC. You know, Jack mentioned potentially saying he, you know, does get 20 minutes a game referring to to mm-hmm. Sean Stewart, right? Okay, well, what does that do for, for Reeves? We haven't even brought up Ryan Young, who we know is going to get, you know, somewhere between 8 to 15 minutes a night, um, certainly early, and then mm-hmm. who knows what will happen later. You know, our, our hope, as Dee talked about at the beginning, is that Reeves comes along midway through the ACC schedule and we can rely on him going forward um, through the, the home stretch. So if, if Sean Stewart is getting 20, that doesn't bode well for Christian Reeves getting a whole lot of minutes on the court. I would say so, right, because within that particular spot, you have minutes for Mark Mitchell, you have minutes for Ryan Young, and you have minutes for Sean Stewart slash Reeves slash Power. So at that, that point, who who is doing what and what is needed for that game? I think that's that's that kind of wild card spot right there because the, the guard minutes are going to be pretty much set with Foster McCain and then Proctor and, and Roach shooting Blakes are going to, you know, whatever, whatever minutes they get is gravy, whatever. But talking about the front court back to them, that's, that's the wild card spot because you have, you have someone who offers you three point shooting and TJ power. You have someone and Ryan young, <laughs> you have someone who offers you that rebounding ability in Ryan young for sure. And five more fouls guarding somebody else's post you ha- and, and taking flip off the main post. That's, that's what Ryan young's job is going to be when he's in the game. You have Sean Stewart, who is a capable shot blocker, not a great, not a great mover on the perimeter in terms of perimeter defense, at, at least in high school. Maybe he's improved that with a summer with Coach Will. We'll see. But I'm, I'm not counting on him to do that yet, especially as a freshman. It's very difficult for freshmen to be able to pick up those those types of assignments. So I'm on him for that yet, and I'm sure John doesn't either unless he proves he can. But you do have the shot blocking ability with him, um, especially on the offside. And, and then – and we and then Christian Reeves, like what is it? What can he give us? Because John looked for this, he looked for Christian Reeves all summer, and he had him on the team. So <laughs> is he going to be good enough to fill that role? That's the question, man. So, so yeah, no. Sean, if Sean's getting twenty five minutes or twenty minutes a game or whatever, then yeah, I don't, I don't see much time available for for Christian Reeves unless Ryan Young is the one that takes the back seat. Yeah. And, and I think I think Ryan Young, Pablo, is a guy that has no problem, you know, taking the back seat. He's one of those unselfish, and I think that's one of the reasons he was named captain. He's so unselfish. You know, it's got to be like, for, and John actually brought this up. It's like, who who wants it? Who wants to come out there and take it? So to me, it's like, all right, if, if, if that's Stewart, great. If it's Reeves, even better. Uh, personally, I don't really see Reeves doing that, um, just being brutally honest. Where do you kind of see, how do you see this team playing? It's probably a better question, because he's 11 guys right now that can play but we know he's not going to play all 11, especially in a conference tournament. Where do you kind of see the rotation going? Uh, Rotation-wise, I think it's going to be interesting. I mean, he has so many different pieces, and I think John Shire is the type of dude, the type of coach, that he's going to roll with whoever is playing the best. That's what he's going to do. And I think a lot of it is going to be situational, just like AC said, just like uh, Dustin said, you know, like Jack said, you know, we always say that. I think a lot of it's going to be situational, and it's just at the end of the day, 
who's who's playing the best, who wants it, you know, and, uh, you know, this team is going to play fast, you know, they're going to play fast and they're going to shoot a lot of three pointers. Um, I think you'll see flip, you know, working in the mid post a lot as well, but I think you'll see a lot of perimeter stuff with him taking guys off the dribble. Um, and as far as Christian Reeves go, I don't know, man. I've, I've always been on that train, bro. I, I really believe that I'm with you. He's going to do very, very well. I think what he needs to do yes, sir. is completely focus on defense and rebounding. If he can do that kind of like how live they did, I think we'll be, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Got- but if he wants to do other things, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not, you know, but I mean, he can, catch, he can run like a gazelle. Um, you know, shot block and rebound. That's what we need. So this is a him thing, right? This is a, he's got everything. He's got everything at his hands to be a better player from the weight room, strength and conditioning, nutrition. I mean, you name it. He's got everything at his hands to be better. How bad do you want to be a part of this Duke team? How bad do you want to be a staple of this Duke team? Now it's on him. I said this about Derek Lively too. Y'all know it. Oh yeah. Look in the mirror, man. Look in the mirror. Am I wrong? How bad do you want? Am this? I wrong for for wanting at least a rotation established though by January? I feel like it's been a, like the Pablo the Pablo team. We kind of had one, but like it's been a minute. I feel like since we've had an actual established rotation, and and all of our national championship teams have had an established rotation. I mean, that's a hallmark of having a veteran team is having like knowing at at least knowing who the five guys who are going to play right. Like, and we're talking about this fifth, fifth spot right now. I like. I want somebody to take it, like to take the yeah. spot, like take it early because you're a better team when you're not always having to constantly adapt and constantly change. Like I know that there is change that happens, but I want I want something established, man. John probably yeah. loses sleep wanting Reeves to take that spot so damn bad. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. You, can't have, you can't have Flip playing the playing the five. Right. And no. and depending on him on offense, he's going to be the most used player in college basketball. The most mediocre coach is going to attack Flip in the post. The most mediocre coach in college basketball is going to do that. You're so, going to double flip every time, like that. Like well, I'm talking about defense. Gonna... I'm talking about the defense. Oh yeah, you're going to well, attack yeah. him on defense, trying to foul him out. So I mean, you got to figure something out. How bad do you want to be here, man? I mean, that's a, another question, though. Jack is like, what is what is his actual personality? You know, I, I didn't come into this podcast given that we were going to talk about Reeves this much, but we're here. Here we so, are. <laughs> here we are. So let's just lean into it here. But how, like, what is yeah. his personality? Does he have a personality that he has that dog in him where he's like, he, he saw what was going on in the offseason. John Shire can say whatever he wants publicly, but he saw what was going on in the offseason. We were trying to get another big. What does that do to his psyche? And he has to see it all out in front of him now. He knows he's probably going to get pat. You know, in the next couple of weeks, to to come in and play the five. So, what kind of dog does he have in him? That's the real question. I mean, yeah, that is the question. We, uh, I mean, I think we saw it at Countdown last year. He can be a very good player. Yeah, for sure. Thing is, he hasn't really gotten a chance outside of that to do it for mm-hmm. various reasons. Some brought on by himself, and others just. The fact that everyone else around him is significantly more like developed in their game, but you know, I I think he's you don't you don't come to Duke to not compete. You come to Duke because you want to be a starter at Duke, and you want to be one and of the stayed. best players on stay. Duke. He, he did stay, stay. And, and shout out to him. 
hundred percent. Seriously, he could have left. He could have left with yep. all that. Not stuff to going mention, on. not to mention the fact that he played with Caleb in high school. This is something that I say, like I, I remind you guys every chance I get. This guy played with Caleb Foster in high school. Huh? There is a very good chance that comfort will be instrumental in his development this year. Sure. Like, sure. you know, Joan, like Tyus Jones and Jaleel Okafor, obviously those guys were like one and four in the high school class, but they knew each other going back to when they were like eight years old. Yeah. There's the familiarity uh-huh. creates a sense of comfort, especially in such a fast paced environment as college basketball. I mean, no matter what I'm doing, I do it better when I'm doing it with the homies. Like, yeah, from golf to cornhole to pickleball. I don't know. Like, you name right, it. Right. Like, when the homies are there and when we're hooping five on five, like, I'm probably going to play better because I'm just with friends. Yeah. So When I'm having a good time when I and when I exactly. know the game of the people around me. Yeah, and this is kind of like his freshman you. year anyway, right? Are we calling this his freshman year essentially because he was supposed to redshirt last year? He didn't get any minutes last year. He lost an entire season of the development in high school due to a car accident. Like, I mean, all all the all the if you want to call them excuses, all the excuses are there, whatever else. But this is absolutely his time to show John and Duke fans and the nation that all that all that searching for other dudes, all that searching for other people, it was unnecessary. Like. Take this yeah. on, take this on, man. Take it, take that Durham bull by the horns, man. Yeah, I think he'll step up to the plate. I definitely think he'll step up to the plate, man. Yeah. I've been a big, uh, a big Reeves I'm with fan. You. you know, I think he'll do well. I think we just got to be patient with, him, you know, what I'm saying. But like mm-hmm. I said, I'll go back to my point. Yeah. You know, I mean, if he focuses on those two things that he needs to focus on, yeah, you know, on that side of the ball, I think it's gonna, you know, he's gonna be able to surprise a lot of people, man. And not only, I mean, he came to Duke, you know, expecting to be four year player so mm-hmm. you know, he has mm-hmm. time and you know his development might not have been as fast as we everybody wants it to be but you know he's been hurt and different things have happened and he's had you know guys that potentially are going to be nba all first team nba guys playing right. in front of him so right you know we just got to be patient with him and um I, i'm just hoping hoping for the best and i think he'll do well yeah so we, we uh we're obviously going to dive a lot more into the rotation we're going to dive more into how we're going to play whether we're going to press you know what kind of offense we're going to run all that stuff as we inch closer toward the season but we also have a couple other things that we want to talk about tonight and you know the the first one is we got a huge commit i don't know if it was out of nowhere necessarily ac but certainly the timing of it was Awesome for us to, mm-hmm. to get that thing locked up. Um, I'll let you try to pronounce his name first. And Con tell, and then, okay, there Con we go. And then, and then now you can talk about his game and what, yeah, what that means for, for this class. No, nah, absolutely, man. It's it's a big deal because, number one, you can see the direction John's going. We're staring another mass exodus in the face. At four, four of our starters are gone, and... I, I believe that at least one, at least one of, of Caleb and Jared are gone. And then, cause you can see it, right. Cause we're getting, we're getting Boku guards in this class and they're all shooters. Right. And then we're, and then we're still in it with VJ Edgecombe, right. He could have, we got, we got, we got K2 and then, and then it's like, all right. So VJ is obviously going to drop out. No, he's not. No, he's not. And we stuck, we stayed on that on Twitter and, and everything else and on spaces with that. Like, no, he's not, he is still a part of the plan. So 
and and if he does commit, then I, I think that kind of speaks to what we're saying here about losing a couple guards uh, for the next season. But either way, man, he's he's such a good and talented player. He he's not an elite athlete, so then people look at him like, oh, you know, whatever. He just looks like a Duke White Boy. It's out there, dude. That dude gets his shots. He knows his spots. You can't stop him from getting there. You can't stop him from doing what he wants to do. And he he does the same thing over and over again versus versus five star competition versus one star competition. It never changes. He's so consistent. Like he is so good. Like honestly, not like not necessarily their game so much, a little bit of their game, but not, I mean, this is not an apples to apples comparison, but it, like, it reminds me of John and who better to teach this kid than John Shire because of how he can run the team if he needs to from the point, or if he can be that scorer from the two or, or whatever it is that you need him to do, he's going to do it. And it, it, he's just, he's such a good player, man. I'm, I'm so happy we got that commit. He's such a good player. It was one of those things that it like on the surface, it looked like it was seemingly out of nowhere, but by all accounts from the people up in Wisconsin, this was kind of one of those things that it was kind of sort of a done deal. He really loved Tony Bennett as a person. He just, I don't think he was in love with the UVA program. Uh, he was very familiar with Marquette, but Duke just really knocked it out of the park for him. And that was the last visit and he was ready to get it over with. He's, he's not somebody who wants to spotlight on him in that regard. He, he loves playing and he loves playing on the big stage, but in terms of all the off season stuff, he's not really a big spotlight guy like that. So he was ready to be done with it. Yeah, Pablo, I will say that uh, AC hit on something pretty good there that we're going to probably have a, a mass exodus, you know, it's expected at least four for sure. I'm with you, uh, AC, that I think one of, at least one of, Caleb or Jared does leave. I don't know if that's going to play out, but if we go to the Final Four, we can live with that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but Pablo, in terms of the, the shooter, you see what John's doing. He wants to bring in shooters, right? And that's what this kid is. He could be the best shooter we've had in a really long time. Is that fair to say? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, he's definitely a deadly shooter. Um, I think uh, I think he just scores the basketball really well. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. all facets of the game. I don't think he's – I don't like to just label him just a shooter just because right. if you watch him play, you know, his understanding for the game is is incredible. You know what I mean? And he's, he's doing things that uh, you don't see kids his age do, especially – you know, a kid that isn't, you know, super athletic, um, but he's still, what is he, about 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. Six, he's five, got yeah. a you know, bigger body pause, you know what I'm saying? But Wingspan, too. He's got a huge wingspan. Yeah, huge wingspan. 6'6", uh, six, six, 200 is what I think is, he's that, measured that, That's at. what they list him at, right? Yeah, something like that. But I think Either overall, way. like I was saying, it's just, I just like his, you know, he just – his understanding of the game, man. And he's an unselfish mm-hmm. kid too, man. It's not about him. You know what I mean? He seems like a team first guy. He wants to win. Um, and we're getting, yeah. And we are getting in an elite shooter for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, think about it. Like who's, who's been a better shooter coming in than him? Like bigger rep. Who was the last guy that we had? What? Maybe AJ. Kennard. Luke Kennard, maybe? Kennard or AJ. Or, 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 I say Kennard, yeah. Or Gary Shrett, or one of those guys. Well, I, I don't, I don't know if this has been talked about yet, but have we talked about this dude's handles? Six five, six six, two hundred pounds. Like whatever the case may be, this dude can control the ball. He's got an elite. He's got an elite layup package. He can get to the lane at will. He's tough as nails. He's going to be in your face. He's not afraid of shit. I mean, he, he's a tough dude, man. Mm-hmm. He's a tough dude. <clears throat> Yeah. And he's got a basketball I mean, lineage. Like he he knows the game 
better than any freshman should know the game. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, my his man mom, his mom was was an all time basketball player in her college. Yeah. His dad was the same. Like they, he just comes from he just comes from just ath- athletic, just background. Like just nastiness, man. Like he's he's such a good player, bro. He's he's good at everything. No, he's not going to jump out of the gym. He's not going to break records with that, but. He'll beat you, like he'll beat you. He'll break you down one v one. He will beat you. He will beat you. Like he's not just a shooter. He's not just a shooter. Yeah. And like you said, TK, we're surrounding that whole team with shooters, so it's not like any one person is gonna get doubled down on or packed yeah. the lane on. Like next year's team is gonna look way different from what we have right now because of the way they're gonna be able to spread the floor. Like we're not gonna have a, a dominant interior big scoring. Like just strictly in the post, more than likely, but we're gonna have a bunch of people who can attack from the perimeter. Like it's ugh. Ugh. yeah, <laughs> good luck, UConn. John, John <laughs> uh, we'll get to that. Uh, John said, uh, from the day he got the job that he wants to lead the nation in assist and three pointers made. Mm-hmm. He's, that's he's 2001 style. He's certainly recruiting that way, Jack, yep. where he wants to get as many elite shooters because you can't have enough, especially in today's in today's game. So you see everybody that he's recruiting. Uh, where does he fit into the rotation next year? I know it's a little bit early, but could that could he is he good enough to start right away? Sure. Depending on who stays. Yeah, yeah I was, I mean, that's like, exactly what I was going to say. Depending on who stays. Sure. I, I mean, again, again, this is all depending on how this season goes. You win a championship, yeah. it's a mass exodus. Everybody's out. Bye. See you later. Gone. We're losing now at least five. A, yeah. I'll yeah. trade that, though. I mean, I'll easy. trade that for a title. <laughs> of course. Absolutely. I'll but my, point, but my point is, but my point is, you we don't know who's going to come back next year. No. Again. Yeah, that's going to be a big Five, six fact. people leave if, if you hang a banner, right? Mm-hmm. Your stock's not getting higher than that. You got to go. So, yeah, if they if they, if Duke hangs a banner, shoe in for a starter. Shoe in. But I'm not saying yeah. he's not now. He's a great two guard, and he's a big bodied two guard. Mm-hmm. He could play the three at college if you needed him to. I think, he's and, a and crazy... I know people have no. He he'd be he would be best utilized as a two. I don't disagree with you. I think, but next year we're gonna be. I think there's gonna be so much turmoil early on in that season with the mass exodus happening. More than likely, I think you're gonna need like people are gonna play out of position for a little bit. I think that's I think that's what's gonna happen next year for him. He could he could he could be a three. He could be. He could, I mean, you got to remember, Gerald Henderson played the four at times at Duke. Yeah, for sure. You got to do what you don't. But getting do VJ Edgecombe would help, help keep him team. out of the three spot too. Like, exactly. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, Darren could play the three. Like, take the put the numbers away because it, it's just there's gonna I don't be so give much. A fuck about your numbers. <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be so much adaptability next year on on the perimeter at least, and that go that includes. And I know we're gonna get there, but that includes Cooper Flag. Like, D- there's just Harper. so much. Dylan yeah, Harper Dylan Harper, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get him. He's gonna be yeah, right him. <laughs> All right. All right. So we're just going to go right to that segment right now. Okay, Pablo, I want to tell you that AC hit me up on the side a couple of days ago. He was really worried about Cooper Flag going to UConn. Stop can you, it. Can you, can you, you stop you know, those lies right you now? Don't you, you get on here and tell these people that nonsense. Yeah. Calm, them, calm them down. I got you. I got you. Now, AC, know what's up. Um, I'm, I'm, I got you, AC. I'll make sure. Thank I'm you. Put your, put your heart at rest a little bit. But now, nah, I think. <laughs> uh, I mean, like if you just look, just just read the tea leaves, man. I mean, 
mm-hmm. it's Duke all the way. I have no problem with saying that he is going to be a Duke Blue Devil next year, period. Like, that's just mm-hmm. a fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you just see everything that's going on, like, when do you ever see the Duke basketball coaches, you know, tweet and, you know, throw out hints? And you don't see that. You yeah. never see that. You know what I'm saying? And as soon as Cooper Flagg announced that, plant the flag. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, what, what are we talking about? Duke here? plants the flag at UConn. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, come on, man. So I think the, uh, and just him, you know, I think that was him going to UConn, doing the visit to UConn. I think it was a respectful thing for him to do, you know, especially. Shame on UConn for letting him come up during the Duke game, by the way. They could have brought him up for any other college football game. Shame that was on them. hilarious. Heard, did they not hear they Andre knew. Dawkins say that every visit he ever took anywhere else it involved Duke somehow? Did they not hear Jerry say that? <laughs> yeah, they tripping. This is what Dan Hurley gets for not listening to five point play. Absolutely. Yeah, they should have made sure that they played like a team that was like zero and five already or something, and a team that they knew they that they was gonna Division beat two something. Man. Southwest Rhode Island State. Yeah, seriously, man. And that was basically a, another unofficial visit to Duke for him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He just did it. So, you know, nah, Mike. You know, Mike Elko chunked up the deuce at him. He saw him in the stands. Man. To him. Oh yeah. Oh, for certain. <laughs> I'm surprised Cooper Flag wasn't sitting on the bench with the with the football team. Right, right, right. If, if you ask, hanging him, out with uh, yeah, hanging out with Riley Leonard and Dwayne Carter and them. <laughs> nah, but, uh, sick. <laughs> but TK, um, just to you know, just to finish it off, pause. So I, I just, I mean, it's it's a done deal, man. Like. In my opinion, he's already committed. In my opinion. Yeah. I don't know nothing. I'm just saying. In my opinion, it's already done. You know what I'm saying? He's already committed. It's mm-hmm. just a matter of time mm-hmm. now. Um, but if he confirms that at CTC, we will be there, folks, if you didn't It'd be nice for him to do it on the Five Point Play podcast, you know? Coop, <laughs> well, if you're That would be now. pretty cool. Hey, yeah, shout out. <laughs> That'd be some clout. Stop by. <laughs> you, you'll see the flag. Pull up. Plant the flag. Yeah. One thing that I've I've actually never seen is uh, at least at Duke I've never seen a commitment like right there in the middle mm-hmm. of CTC. I can see if you're throwing out an idea here, you know how they always do like the you know the the roster. Everybody comes out, does their little dance or whatever, and then like there's like a special surprise and there's Cooper Flag coming out doing you know some sort of some sort of dance and you know ripping off the future. I can see something like that happening. You got to be creative these days. That would be fine. Don't tease me. Don't tease me. That'd be sick. Awesome. The NCAA, there's probably some rule the NCAA would put yeah, up. Yeah, that's a recruiting violation. Since you can't take, you can't take pictures anymore and stuff. Well, like, right, as long as you pictures. still have a professional picture or photographer yeah. there. Like, so we'll still Studios on the... or something. Like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> and on some, real, on some real stuff, though, like this CTC alone, you might get a couple commitments out of Not real, right? Yeah. Like, you're, not, you're not real. What's up, Dylan? So you got... Dylan, mm-hmm. uh, Patrick, DJ. Will he be there for CTC? Is he there that weekend or is he there the week before? I, I think he's there the weekend before. But I thought, yeah, so I he's thought there it was the 15th, right? He's there the 15th. Yeah, yeah, he's there. 14th, 15th, something like that. That's right. That's right. Well, he, he better come in early then. Because he doesn't want to get overshadowed the week after. Yeah. And I'm just saying, man, like, hey, <laughs> might happen. <laughs> You know, what I'm saying we might be, we might three, be good. three commits at CTC, bro. That would be UConn? sick. You know how crazy. <laughs> and the Five Point Play podcast will be there. Let's go. They wouldn't even. They would have to change the name of, of recruit. They would have to literally change the Webster's 
definition yeah. of that shit, man. It is be like, I'm going shiring. out today or shiring or something. Yeah. Real rap. Yeah. It's gonna be a. It's just gonna be a picture of John with the sunglasses on. Is it? Yeah. Real shiring dark. right now. I got a few of those. I wonder if Coach K is gonna be a CTC. Nah, I doubt it. I bet he. I bet he won't be. No, I don't think so. He, yeah, I, mean, I actually he might be there. I bet he'll be in his office. You want? I bet he'll be in his office watching the game yeah. on tape. He'll yeah, be something. there, but nobody will see that. Yeah, it's no, like he's, he's, he's done. It's like, it's like in uh, the Dark Knight Rises and Bruce Wayne just kind of right. off in the corner, you know, the house. Nobody knows if he's alive or not. You know, it's John it's, Yeah, not he knows yet. that though. I, and I want to say it like this: like he's done a good job. Of, like I don't need to tell. Okay, he's doing a good job or anything. No, but it's just like he he had he's he's he has kept his he's kept his distance, which I think is helpful for John. But at the same time, like he's still there. Like recruits are still getting to meet him on visits. Like all that type of stuff is still happening. Like he's he's still helping, but, but if John, he's if not John he's call, not the reason anymore. If John call, he's gonna answer first ring. For sure, no, for sure. But he, but he's without but question he's not the reason. Like so, look, you've got look, that in I, your back pocket. Why do you need him beside you? Right. No, that's what I'm saying. Like him? I know. Take so it from one, someone who's I mean, a Virginia Tech alum who has watched the end of the Frank Beamer era and, and what happens after that. Coach K has done an immaculate job of like the transition has been a, tr- a true transition. It's not like a it's not a blending or like what how people talk about it. It has been a cut and transition. So one thing that I'll tell you. When I uh, talk to him. Oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Jack. No, you go, Pablo. No, you, you first, Pablo. One thing that he did say when I talked to him was, you know, about leadership is a good leader knows when to step away. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A good leader knows when to scale back and let the next man up do his thing. So I think that's just a testament of what you're seeing. You know what I'm saying? Coach that's why Roy Williams is not a good leader. <laughs> Are, are you sure you're not talking about Jim Beheim? All of them. <laughs> but I'm really talking about Roy because wild out of North Carolina right now. Cue <laughs> <laughs> it up. Uh, yeah, no, is, is I'll, I'll Williams, say is, is Roy Williams the divorce lawyer, by the way, for Caleb and Mondo? Oh, sorry, Jack. Sorry, Jack. It's still not getting into this. Still got to do the paternity test. Yeah, I'm telling you, get Lori Povich on there and just find out who your father is. I know it's not oh Triple B. God. I know it's not Triple B. All no right, way. sneak peek into the Patreon account membership content here. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> Look, I'll say this. I don't know if you guys have heard Ryan Kelly, one of Ryan Kelly's stories about when he was getting recruited. He was on the phone with Kay during the Olympics. And is the 2008 Olympics, the redeemed team, all that. And he says, yeah, coach was just like, he's talking to me. He, and he like holds the phone a little bit away from his face. He says, no, not now, Kobe. I can't talk to you either. Mello. I'm talking to Ryan Kelly right now. <laughs> yep. And I guarantee you Shire's pulling the same stop. Flex don't. Might have to. Having the access to flex, basically flex. No, you are my priority. Not the greatest coach ever. No, sorry, coach. I can't talk right now. I'm I'm here with Cooper Flag. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not the best <laughs> example because you know Cooper Flag, but you know. Nah, man. Seriously, uh, they talked to Cam Reddish after they won the title, like all that stuff, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Nah, they know fine. how to play this game. They know how to play. This oh game. yeah, they know what they're doing. 
Yeah, there's no doubt. I wonder if uh, John Goodman is going to put Shire up in like the top eight now in terms of college basketball recruiting. I don't know. Hey, you know, you know Slick Rick's run. gone, so. <laughs> That's Slick Rick. <laughs> um, all right, so I do want to get one more thing here. We kind of talked about it a little bit, Pablo, but you have been on this from day one. You haven't wavered <laughs> at all with Dylan Harper. You know, if, if, if we get to where we think we're going to get, we probably are going to lose a minimum one of those guards, uh, freshman guards this year. Perfect spot for Dylan Harper. But you probably feel, regardless of that, that that he's he's coming to Duke. Yeah, so I don't think that, you know, it doesn't matter who comes back next year. The ball is going to be in Dylan Harper's hands. I'll tell you mm-hmm. that. He comes to Duke, he's going to have the ball in his hands. And uh, that's just a testament of how good he is. Um and yeah, no, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm not, I'm not wavering from that, man. I think if he would have, um, I think if it was, if Rutgers was so, such a lock, I think it would probably would have already happened. Um, sure. Like we've been saying, you know, the longer that it goes, the better. And that just tells me that he's just, you know, he's, he might be torn. He's undecided. I mean, there's some things that I have to figure out and, you know, maybe uh CTC just might break through. It might break through to him. You know what I mean? I know he was there at CTC last year, I believe, right? He was there last I think year. I CTC he was there for. I'm yeah, sure. so. Um, hey, this, that worked um, for Zion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see, man. I, I'm, I'm really on the train, though. I feel like I feel like we're sitting pretty good with him. I know that they're still recruiting him hard. So, you know, I think we it's about 50-50 now. It's 50-50, straight up. I think so. Yeah, man. I really believe so. I think so. I think it was heavy Rutgers there towards the end of the summer when the dates kept changing and all the other stuff kept happening. But and there, there was a point in time where if you told me that if this recruitment went long, that favored Rutgers, and now, like I, I feel like I, I feel like it's a switch. I feel like if it keeps going longer, it's, it favors Duke. And yeah. I know Bill Self keeps trying to jump in with Cooper Flag and Dylan Harvey. He ain't going nowhere. Like whatever, man. You, you got Flory. Good job. Like you got a one dimensional big. Good job. <clears throat> but look Happy at the for you. Look at the roster construction too, though. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Look at what Duke is is bringing in and potentially, potentially bringing mm-hmm. in. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Opposed to, you know what I'm saying. Like what, like real realistically, if you just match the two up, and not just roster, because I don't want to talk about kids like that. But you know, talk about who's better. But I mean, it's pretty clear. Um, but at the end of the day, if he wants to stay home and play, you know, more mm-hmm. power to him. You know, what I mean, I think that yeah, might yeah. be that might be the only thing. Literally, the only thing that mm-hmm. Rutgers has on Duke is that it's yeah. just close to home. But yep, it's still it's still Duke. Duke has been able to pull kids from Alaska to Duke. For sure. So for sure, you know what I mean. Like I think we're good, man. I, I really believe that Dylan Harper will end up at Duke. I'm not changing how I feel. I trust sure. him. Yeah, I, I think that, that that's one of the things. If if Pablo is that confident. On that, I trust it. That, that's the, I trust that, it. That's the track record. So uh, I'm with you on that. Yep. Um, you know, see that class. You know, we're going to that Cooper flag. Let's just call it what it is. Uh, if we get Cooper, when we get Cooper flag, if we get Harper, also VJ and Patrick, that has to be one of the top five classes we probably ever had. Oh, easy. It's top, top five, two. not five. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, we're talking about. I mean that that's all the chips falling in a row. I mean Yeah. Let's pump the brakes on that. Level. But yeah, that's yeah. That's let's up there with ninety seven. But but give me three out of those 
five guys you just listed uh-huh. and a mass exodus, I'll, I'll be okay. That's still six recruits. What is that? That'd yeah. be six. Recruits. That'd be six, yeah. yeah. That'd be the first time we get six since the 2002 class, right? Well, once you once you yeah, lose everybody after you yeah. win the ship, you gotta you gotta get some that, players. I think if Harper no. comes, though, I don't I don't think BJ will come. There's okay. no way. I can see that. There's I can no. see that. There's no, no way. We want BJ, but I think we take that trade, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. If BJ comes in next weekend and either A doesn't leave with a commitment or doesn't commit closely after, then I think that I, honestly you're like you're saying, Pablo, I think that's actually a good sign that Harper's probably coming. Yeah, you yeah. can write you can write. And that like yep. I mean yeah, I think about it too. Harper, you know what I'm saying, playing with Coop. And that's a hell of a recruitment tool. Cooper Flag is a hell of a recruitment tool already. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. they, oh, you know, yeah. they ETC talking. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If I'm Cooper, I'm I'm in Harper's ear. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, bro, Rutgers, I I, I hear what you're saying, but <laughs> what we'll, yeah. we'll doing over here? You know I mean, what I'm saying? Like, come on, dog. You guys remember? Sorry, I cut you off, Pablo. You, uh, good, you, good, you guys ahead. remember? You guys remember two years ago, um, Countdown. It was uh, Derek and D-Live mm-hmm. had Mark Mitchell there on his official. Yep. And they got the crazies screaming, we need Mark, we need Mark. Yep. And uh, that worked out. Next week. Yeah. Yeah. Worked out really well. Uh-huh. well. Let's hope that CTC magic happens again. And again, like these said multiple times, we will be there. Uh, we're ready to roll. I, I'm pumped for the season. I'm just, I am so ecstatic. I'm so happy for the football team. And it's just kind of building momentum up for what will be the number one team in the country at the end of the year here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's get it done. Let's get to do We got two weeks to go. And then we're all, all five. The starting five. Of the- let's go, Duke. Let's go, Duke. Hey guys, thanks for checking out the Five Point Play podcast. Like, comment, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Also, check us out on Twitter and on Instagram. Five Point Play podcast. Let's go, Duke.